this is Fintech Unplugged with Suresh Vajani and me, Robert Cornich. Okay, so welcome to Fintech Unplugged, live from Exceed in Belgrade, 2018. We have Nick Middleton from Virgin Money. Nick, do you want to say who you are and what you do? So, yeah, I work for Virgin Money as their strategic payments director and their group operations strategy director. So, Nick, what, what, what is that quote, that, that famous quote that Bill Gates said about banks, Nick? Oh, well, Bill Gates said that um, people need banking, but they don't need banks. Will Virgin Money be there next year? No. Let's give a bill. Will Virgin Money be there in five years? Oh, I think absolutely the banks will be there. People want good quality products and services that only a bank can provide. They're regulated entities. People need these products and services. Now, the channels through which the customers get them, I think, is the real question. Are they going to continue to get them through the bank's channels? Are they going to start to get them through new providers? May, might, might not be a startup bank. It might be a completely different technology company. So we have to be careful about maintaining that customer interaction while still providing the best possible products and services we can. But banks, uh, is your solution to just go and buy up some of these startups and just plug them into your existing systems and pretend you're like super innovative? Or do you actually do some innovative stuff yourself? Well, we've recently announced that we're um, launching the Virgin Money Digital Bank because there's a better way to deliver banking products. People don't want banking products. They want a lifestyle app that will help them to run their lives, not just their financial lives, but their day-to-day -day lives. Those types of apps are what we see as the next big thing. Is this like a Siri or a Clara type solution that uh, you're going to come out with? Uh, not initially. Um, it will be our own app that we're developing in-house in conjunction with a company called 10X. Um, and it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic app. So that's interesting. I mean, one of the things we've heard quite recently is obviously a lot of new banks saying we're launching a digital bank and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And one of the things we find is that they, they want to make a cake and they're sometimes or usually using the same ingredients and expecting it to taste different. You know, how are you going to differentiate? What you do is we're, we're building the interface, but that doesn't mean that we're building all of the component parts behind the scenes. It's a bit like building a car. Um, we might get the engine from Ferrari and the wheels from Pirelli and the body from uh, Lamborghini. And we put it all together and we make the car that we want to make, but it's the Virgin Money car made up of all the best component parts that we can get. By, by building this from scratch in almost a greenfield type way, we. We detach ourselves from the legacy of the traditional bank and we're able to be agile as a challenger bank. And is that different from what you would have done before? No, and banks have never really done that. So we've always gone out and bought products. Um, you know, we've bought licenses for products, we've bought tin, we've stuck it in a room on our own premises, and we've said, right, we're going to run all that, we're going to tie it all together, and then we're going to deliver it through our channels. So, yeah, we, here we are at Axeed, um, and we've actually got Pavle, who, who, who set this whole thing up with us as well. Pavle, come up and join us. Come so, straight out of the so fantastic. He's just come from the, the bin. The, the, the bin. bin. The bin of confusions. That's where we're all confused. I, I think he was just hiding in there. Um, he's quite small, not quite as small as Suresh, obviously. So, Exceed created Exceedium, uh, as Pavle knows. Pavle should explain what Exceedium is. I think that's is. a great idea. Explain Exceedium. Thank you. Exceedium is an experiment where we try to um, show people that haven't really been in touch with crypto how it works and actually deliver something to them that they can use and touch and feel. 
because a lot of the skepticism in central and eastern Europe comes from the abstractness of crypto and of blockchain. And in order to make it any more tangible is to deliver their first crypto wallet and give them a gamified experience of what crypto is. So the point behind Exceedium was it's going to be in a closed ecosystem where they officially have to, quote, mine it by engaging with the conference. So the more they work with the conference and the more they're, they're engaged with the conference, the more Exceedium they can So give mine. me some examples. So if you post a question on the panel, you get Exceedium. If you visit a, vis uh, a, a sponsor stand, you get Exceedium. So the more engaged you are with the conference and the, the more interactive you are with your fellow delegates, the more we reward you. One thing about cryptocurrency is it's great having it, but what do you do with it? Exactly. So for us, what do you do with it? Here is the Exceed shop where you can spend your Exceedium and, you know, get a product, whether it's a mobile phone or a baseball hat. And how did it go with the shop? I mean, you know, is there still loads of stock left behind? There is nothing. We got empty on the first day. I It was a massive... It was a massive surprise for us because we didn't know how much how much engagement we were going to get out of the out of the delegates. Really, really pleased with how it went. It ticked every single requirement that we had from it. I'm just curious: is this the first of its kind ever to be done in a conference in yes. the world? We are the first conference to ever have our own cryptocurrency. You heard it here first on fintech unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you going to accept? Exceedium at Virgin anytime soon? Uh, as much as I would love to say yes, there are no current plans to do so. But I'll be looking at the Exceedium project with um, a whole lot of excitement to see where it goes. And, you know, my motto is never say never. Well, with the likes of the challenger banks like Revolut already accepting Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies on their wallets, um, let's let's see whether the, the mainstream banks can come back in and, and, and do something on that. By the way, if you've heard a little bit of background noise, it's because they are trying to tear down the Exceedium stage as we actually talk uh, for the Exceed conference. And uh, uh, Suresh, what, what happened to you? Oh my God! Oh, Suresh, really? I think we've just taken down the whole conference room now. Um, <laughs> anyway. Moving on swiftly, uh, Suresh, why don't you ask this question? I've, I've got a question. I've got a question. I had to clear the room. I have done that. I've got a question for our two colleagues. And the question is, they've kind of been present for most of the day. I want to ask individually, what has been their biggest eye-opener or learning from or highlight. the event? Yeah. Well, I would, I'd, low I'd, maybe. I'd say shock. Shock. I didn't really have any shocks. You kind of expect when you come to these things that there'll be, um, you'll have pretty set opinions either one way or the other. And it'll be 90 to 95%, everybody agrees with this, and 5, 10%, they don't. What was really surprising was um, with our range of experts and the range of panelists and the range of um, geographies. I mean, we had, we had Yandex here from Russia, we've had uh, all of the Central and Eastern European region. Um, and for our audience who would not know who Yandex is. Well, Yandex is one of the biggest providers of content in the Russian market. They have Yandex taxis, they have a search engine, they've got all sorts of different things. Uh, sorry, because he was thinking of spandex, which is his uh, special <laughs> keep your bottom in trousers and pants that he wears. So, so that's why he was confused. But no, you're right. Yandex is massive, massive, massive in Russia. So we've had, we get um, a lot of different content here. And 
what's surprising is we talk a lot about um, GAFA in Western Europe and the States. Um, in other parts of the world, they talk more about Alibaba, Tencent, and others. So I see Robert staring at me, because when you said GAFA, he thought it's about the big boss. So could you explain what GAFA is? I got no idea. I was thinking more of the tape that you had on earlier. So GAFA is what we um, refer to as Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple. Oh. The, the big tech players in sort of the Western world, not necessarily the Eastern world. Thank you. That's a good clarification. Yet another acronym in the financial services world, but this time in the tech world. I love the way the acronyms only mean something to us. Yeah. When you ask an average consumer about anything that we talk about, they're left confused. And a lot of the acronyms are linked to the Western market. So I was surprised that now that I'm a crypto expert, which means that I've been doing crypto for more than seven seconds, which I'm not going to make any further comments on. Yeah. Tick, 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 expert. Yeah. Um, Three well, more seconds, you'll have yeah. to lose the tie, the, jeans and brown shoes. Exactly. And then it you're a veteran. was that people in this market didn't know what fiat currency was. They, they didn't hear... They didn't or, know what fiat currency was? Not fiat. Not fiat in terms of the expression. So Fiat, fiat meaning so be it in Latin. Yeah. And they never, you know, they haven't heard before that it used it used in that in that way. And then what it also became apparent is the difference between the UK market and maybe the, the Western Europe market in terms of the terminology that we use and how we present on stage. And then how is how that's heard from the delegates that come from mostly Central and Eastern Europe that come up to you afterwards. It's like, that was great. But can you tell me what gaffer is or can you explain what fear is? And the biggest, I'm not going to say is a surprise to me was in um, the vote on the uh, panel of how open is open, on who the real winners are going to be, the banks or third party. Um, that's talking about open banking. Open Just banking. to clarify to the podcast listeners who weren't... Yeah, it was talking about the, the question to the delegates was who's going to be the, who's going to end up being the winner, the banks uh, or third party providers? And the, be, being the banks. So it was saying the banks... And the answer was? The answer was... The the, the banks, banks, but only just, wasn't but it? But it was literally two votes in it. Oh, wow. It was really split. So, And most of them are bankers. Well, that's quite interesting because uh, we normally have this thing on our podcast where we have a man in the street. But we thought it would be interesting here to do the man, or it could be a woman, at the conference yeah. in interview. So because, let's do that. Let's yeah, do that, right? Let's, do let's that. ask our man Jeff. in the conference. Yeah. 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 Can we ask them... What is the meaning? What, what, what is, is their Gaffer? understanding of what Gaffer? is open banking? And open banking. The man on the street. It could be a woman. Does the term open banking mean anything to you? Yes, it does. What does it mean? It means an open bank somewhere. An open bank somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> open banking means there's a bank in the atmosphere that's just open. Open banking means the banks are open to third-party technology providers offering the bank services on their behalf. Obviously. Well, that, and, you and see, that's everyone knew that. To, I was yeah. trying to articulate that, but I didn't quite. I have a question for you, sir. Do you know what gaffer is? Yes, I know. Do you? Yeah. Well, what does that mean to you? G for Google. A for Amazon, F for Facebook, A for Apple. Probably the reason why I got the right answer, I'm, I'm a Pablo's dad. Pablo's dad? Yeah. Good to meet you. Thank you. So, sir, what is Gaffer? Rafa the Gaffer. 
<laughs> Would you care to expand for those who aren't football conversant? Rafa Benitez, Newcastle manager. What is Gaffer? G A F A. The four biggest technology companies Aww. in the world. No, the, no, no. no. It's the names of the companies. Oh, sorry. Four different companies. What's the biggest Google? technology? Yep. Anal- <laughs> the man on the street. It could be a woman. So, is that a wrap or is there anything else left in that bag of confusion? I think, I mean, let's say final point. Let's say, Pavle, this is the second year you've done this conference. Yes. And how does it compare to the first one? Secondly is, is there going to be a third one? If there is, is it going to be here? What's your thoughts? What's the ideas you've got for what's the next one going to be all about? Because you top it up every year. How are you going to top this up? Oh, well, let me take it question by question. So it's like having a second child. It's more than twice as hard doing a second conference. And it was because it was, it was exceed times two, not part two. And everything was double. So double the amount of speakers, double the amount of content. So that was just, you know, harder. But um, we're really, really pleased with it. We got to deliver everything that we wanted. It's definitely back for third year. We're going to be changing location. We're going to be moving to another country in uh, Central and Eastern Europe. And we're in between three picks at the moment. I'm not going to say any more. Maybe you should let people vote on it. I should. I'm going to ask people to vote on the Exceed app where they think I'm going to give them the choice of the three locations we've shortlisted and get them to vote. I'm really, I'm really, do you know what? I'd be happy with any one of those. Could we ban Robert from voting because I and Napa isn't, isn't going to make the car? It's not in Central Eastern Exactly. So do you know what our rule is? If it's in Eurovision, it's, it's... Australia the then. Yeah. <laughs> Off we go. Sunny Australia. Could you name the three options? Ooh. Yes. For well, our podcast readers, this is a first, everybody. Yeah, so F-U it's unplugged. Poland, Slovenia, or Russia? Wow. Wow. They are yeah. three places. And no particular venue in mind at them at the moment, just the, the countries. The co- yeah, and the cities. So There are cities within them you've chosen or not? Yeah, there's. Disclosable? There's, oh, yeah. It's Moscow, Warsaw, or. Warsaw? What's that? Is it a bit like Moscow, but with a W? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Warsaw. 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 Yes. Warsaw. Uh, and oh, would there's a couple of places in in Slovenia that we were thinking. There's a place called Bled, which is really nice, and it would be a really really good conference over there. So it's a tough place, and especially as we're now working more and more with with a couple of companies in Slovenia, so it would make things a lot easier. But I don't know. It's between those three. I'm really looking forward. And I, to it. And I guess the considerations are where the people want to go, how easy is it to get to, and the market is it size, yeah. maybe even the cost of the visa when I think of Russia. Yeah, that's and quite the, expensive. And the grief of the visa as yeah, well. Yeah, that, it, that, was, that was one of the things that we thought, it's a great idea, but just the process, because you know how, how last minute everyone leaves their conference decisions. Exactly. And if we had the same thing this year, like last year, no one would have showed up because it just wouldn't have been time. So that's the one thing that's, that's making it that's making Russia not, you know, not a super, just the visa thing. But I think Exceed Moscow just sounds amazing. You're just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few questions on the app about who's going to chair the conference next year. I think they want to make sure that's it's not close, me, otherwise they I'm, won't. That's uh, a closely guarded secret. Yeah. I'm not going to disclose that. Yeah. Okay. So what will be interesting, though, yeah. is, to, is to do the conference and have a cryptocurrency 
in a country where cryptocurrency is banned. banned. Yeah, that would be interesting. Interesting for who? So, for you, for you. I'll do the conference from jail. You could have the North Korea Exceed conference. Yeah. <laughs> I think other countries is banned. Other countries banned. It doesn't have to be. We don't have to go straight to North Korea. We can go, we can go somewhere closer where it's still, we, can, we, can, we can still get into trouble. You know? <laughs> I think you can get into trouble anywhere, Suresh. We are going to have to go because I can. They're actually taking the microphone away while we're talking to them. Okay. Thank Sorry. you for having us. Bye. Bye.